Hey there, my name is Sarah Bowling, and I'm so excited that you're listening to my podcast. I'm praying that God speaks to you through this podcast. Your heart is encouraged and overflowing with love. Thank you so much for listening. Love to have you subscribe and of course share this with your friends. I know God has really great things for you in this time together. Thanks so much. Happy Thanksgiving. It's coming, right? Anybody getting ready? Sort of. Maybe. Yeah, that one too. Uh, here's your joke. What do you call birds that stick together? <laughs> Velcros. <laughs> Some of you are like, hey, thank you. I appreciate the affirmation in the back. The rest of you groaning. I get it. If you're watching online, of course, you know they're always going to get drastically better. Uh, just wait till the next go around. So uh, I'm excited to share kind of dovetail with what Reese talked about uh, last week. And uh, I was also thinking about it, this message as it relates to Thanksgiving. So when you think about Thanksgiving, just shout out to me, make comments online on the side, side, side box there. What, what's your favorite thing to eat at Thanksgiving? Turkey? Dressing? Who said salad? Salad, buddy, that's awesome. Who said cranberry? Cranberry sauce. What do you? What else do you like? Green bean casserole. Mashed potatoes. Pecan pie. Sweet potato casserole. Fantastic. Okay, now let me ask. So those are our favorites, things we love to eat. Uh, what is your thing you like the least to eat at Thanksgiving? Ham, cranberry sauce, what? Salad. <laughs> That's so great. <laughs> Things you like the least, right? And when you eat Thanksgiving, when you put food on your plate, you do you tend to take more of what you like and less of what you don't like? Some of us just don't even take it, right? It's like that's a hard pass altogether. Some of us... <laughs> I this sounds kind of weird, but I we all have our different ways to eat food, right? So some of us like to mix it all together, right? We like a little taste of this and this, and you know maybe we eat it this way. But when I was growing up, I loved, I loved, and there's a point to all this. You're like, why are we doing this? Trust me, I loved those um, school lunch trays that had compartments, right? Because I didn't want anything touching. I don't like my food to touch. And I, I before I've matured, but I used to eat things in like this first, this next, that, and make sure they don't touch. Because if they touch, then I have to cut that part off. I'm not eating it because it, you know, corrupted. I know, you're like, wow. I know, things that you should never know. But <laughs> I think it's really interesting to think about Thanksgiving and the foods that we like and foods that are medium, we take kind of a smaller amount, and then foods we don't like. And I want us to think about that idea, um, and as we think about, reflect on Reese's message last week. You're like, what do you mean? Well, last week he talked about um, the sacrament thing, and he talked about uh, having Holy Spirit for us to be transformed, for transformation, for proclamation, and demonstration. You kind of remember those three he talked about? If you didn't hear it, go back and listen, because it was a great message. And, and he talked about we have to have Holy Spirit in our lives for these outcomes, for these results. 
So, you know, me and Holy Spirit, anytime anybody says Holy Spirit, I'm like, beep, 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 beep. You know, my Geiger counter goes off pretty high. So I was thinking about this, and here's the honest truth. Holy Spirit has been talking to me for several weeks now about this idea of letting Holy Spirit be fully himself or herself. Some of you get your undies wound up on that idea, Holy Spirit. Let's just say spirit is gender neutral, right? Okay, so let's not get too nervous. And if we're made in the image of God, God is triune, there needs to be some kind of feminine peace. <laughs> just going to put that in the water. Some of you are going to, but anyways, rabbit trail. I digress. So I feel like Holy Spirit's been talking to me and saying, you know what, Sarah? There are parts of me that you like a lot. And you're going to do double and triple portions of those parts. There are parts of me that you like medium. And you, you get a little bit of it. But there are parts of me, Sarah, that you don't like at all. And you tend to take a hard pass on salad, cranberry sauce, whatever your preferences are. And so if we are going to have transformation, proclamation, demonstration, then we ought to think and pause for a second and consider, are there parts of Holy Spirit that maybe I calibrate more? And parts of Holy Spirit that I calibrate less. Tracking with me? This could be interesting. So if you have your Bibles, you might want to flip over to John chapter 14. Because let's think about who is, who is Holy Spirit. Because if I, if I, there are pieces that I like more, pieces that I like less, then let's identify who who Holy Spirit is in those pieces and parts. So in John 14 through 16, it's Jesus' introduction, gives kind of a tutorial on who is Holy Spirit. The very first thing Jesus says about Holy Spirit is the Holy Spirit, in verse 16, is our helper. So some translations say comforter, counselor, advocate, helper. So Holy Spirit is our helper. And then verse 17, Jesus says Holy Spirit is our spirit of truth. And I think that's super important in the world that we live in now, truth. And we not only, and let me just put this into the water for you to think about. There's a lot of deception in the world around us. But there's no more dangerous deception than what could be in us. Some of us get distracted. The enemy distracts us with deception around us so that we never look at potential deception within us. That's worth the price of admission. Then, <laughs> Jesus says, Holy Spirit abides with us in verse 17. Jesus says in John 14, 26, that Holy Spirit is our teacher. So if Holy Spirit's our teacher, that means that we are students. That means we're learning, right? And that goes with the idea of transformation. I can't change if I don't learn. So these are some things I think about. Additionally, G uh, Holy Spirit is the test testifies about Jesus, that proclamation, John 15, verse 26. Jesus tells us that Holy Spirit convicts us, John 16, verse 8, conviction. Holy Spirit guides us into truth, John 16, verse 13. Holy Spirit speaks what he, he or she hears in 16, verse 13. 
And then Holy Spirit glorifies Jesus, John 16, verse 14. These are all things Holy Spirit does. This is who Holy Spirit is. But I'm going to kind of pull out a couple of these to ask us to think about, is it possible that I, I portion control Holy Spirit? Right? For some of us, we portion control dessert. Or we'll, <laughs> we will portion control salad so that we have more space for dessert. Right? <laughs> some of us <laughs> portion control turkey so that we have more space for salad. I don't know. But I think we do the same thing with Holy Spirit. So let me give you an example. Jesus says right out of the gate, Holy Spirit is our helper, counselor, comforter, advocate. Helper. I'm just going to take the word helper. And you know me well enough. You're my church family watching online. I, I, <laughs> I have a hard time asking for help. Right? My life mantra is do it myself. I don't need help. I don't want help. I don't like help. Reese asked me, I was putting together a smoker grill about what, two months ago? And he's like, do you want some help? Nope, but thanks for offering. I'm like, we've been doing this dance for 28 years. <laughs> if I asked for help, you'd need to look for the body, right? Seriously. Because <laughs> it would be so out of character. But I bring it to your attention because Holy Spirit said to me, Sarah, I, want, I am, I am the helper. When you oppose and you resist help, you're telling me no. And I want to say this. I think this is so important. And I think it's something to consider. The level of closeness that we have with someone and with Holy Spirit is proportional to the level of acceptance. If I want Holy Spirit to be super close in my life, and I say it. I mean, last week, there was a phenomenal service. I mean, we Reese did a great message. We had people responded, and we prayed. We sensed Holy Spirit, and it was fantastic. And I think every, we all walked away saying, yes, yes, yes to Holy Spirit. But I felt that Holy Spirit said, but Sarah, sometimes, knowingly or unknowingly, there's some no in you. There's some no. So when you tell me no on help, you're telling me no to who I am. Is that really what you intend to do? Uh, no, <laughs> I don't, I, I don't intend to do that. So then let me be myself with you, Sarah. Let me help you. And I can help you in a lot of different ways. Part of, of this idea of uh, Holy Spirit being our, our helper is also our comforter, our counselor. <laughs> I could just tell you that we all need counseling. I'm the poster child for, hey, counsel me. Holy Spirit, counsel me. I'll never forget. <laughs> Some years ago, this is, and I'm just going to be super raw with you here. Some years ago, long time ago, I was doing a sermon Sunday morning, and uh, I had a meltdown in the sermon. Like I kind of 
started crying and, you know, and at the end of it, I'm like super embarrassed. Like, how did you let yourself go that far? You know, so it was bad. You're like, well, we like your vulnerability. I appreciate you might like it. I don't always like it because, you know, it's not fun to have that kind of a <laughs> raw moment in front of lots of people. So I had this, you know, meltdown in the, in the sermon and uh, I was embarrassed and I wanted to hide and kind of, you know, and then about five days later, I got a letter <laughs> from a psychologist who was sitting in the audience and says, hey, I think I could help you. That's <laughs> so great. That's why we don't do this stuff. Are you kidding me? Oh my gosh, get serious. So, you know, I was like, well, that's nice. Thank you for your kind offer. So, you know, I talked to her, and uh, I was like, you know, that's so nice of you. Um, thank you so much. And did you have something in mind? Because, you know, what are you going to say? And, and uh, she said, well, you know, you're welcome to have a standing appointment with me every week. I'm like, I am not that bad. I don't need that much help and counsel. But the reality is I took her up on it. I took her up on it and met with her for a long time, every week. And it was extremely helpful. And Holy Spirit worked through her to counsel me, to grow me, to change me, to help me. Are we saying yes to Holy Spirit? Are we doing portion control? Or are we completely restricting and limiting Holy Spirit. We can only be as close to Holy Spirit as much as we accept wholly, fully who Holy Spirit is. So letting Holy Spirit be our helper, our counselor. Another thing Jesus says about Holy Spirit is that Holy Spirit is a spirit of truth. And I kind of like did a little bit of foreshadowing Holy Spirit leads us into truth. Family, again, if we accept all the, if we get distracted and all the deception around us, and there's a whole lot of deception, there's plenty of it to go around. You can pick and choose all kinds of deceptions. But is that a distraction for the deception on the inside? Because deception, just so you know, deception is the playground for Satan. John 8 44 says, Jesus says that Satan's native language is deception. So Holy Spirit is going to take a truth and tweak it. Just a little bit of a bend. And pretty soon we start going into that little, and now we've gone down the river so far in deception that we've turned into Adam and Eve eating, like, seriously. There's nothing new under the sun. So if we don't have Holy Spirit leading us into truth, there's a good chance we've got Satan whispering us into deception. And it doesn't happen. He doesn't show up with a pitchfork and, and horns. This is some of that subtle stuff in your head and your thoughts and your feelings. And Satan uses some stuff from your past, be that trauma, be that distortion, be that hardship or struggle. Somebody said something rude or whatever. Satan uses that stuff and tweaks us. And if we don't have Holy Spirit leading us into truth and being a truth beacon on the inside, 
then family, we're not going to have transformation, proclamation, or demonstration. Because we've got to have Holy Spirit being who Holy Spirit is fully, fully. Another thing that Jesus says about Holy Spirit is Holy Spirit convicts us. <laughs> convicts. We don't like conviction. I don't like it. Don't tell me I'm doing something wrong. And I, I'll plug my ears. La, 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 la. If I don't like what I'm hearing, la, 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 la. then I move on to this. And we change the channel, right? Flip the station, right? We DVR stuff so we can fast forward. I think sometimes we do that to Holy Spirit. I don't like conviction. It makes me feel bad. I'm all about feeling good. But is our desire to feel good at the expense of letting Holy Spirit fully be Holy Spirit. I think if we really want all of the transformation, we've got to say yes fully to Holy Spirit. And not only in church. Like church is the easy, that's the easy button. That's when we, we walk out of here and the counselor sends you a letter five days later and says, hey, I think I could help you. <laughs> that's where it's in our daily living Letting Holy Spirit fully be Holy Spirit. Let me give you one last area that I think would be helpful to think about Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is our teacher. Teacher. You know what? I'll bet you there's a few of us in the room, a few of us online, that had one or two teachers in our educational experience that told us we were stupid, that we couldn't learn. I had a teacher, I remember one time I went up to the chalkboard and I was doing this little, you know, they, he asked for like, hey, tell me the answer and show us how you got to this answer. And I did it. And uh, he proceeded for the next 20 minutes to completely ream me and embarrass me in front of the whole class. You're an idiot. You think you're smart. You're not nearly all that in a bag of chips. You're really stupid. You have no clue what you're doing. And this was like the first, <laughs> first math problem out of 20. I was like, oh, you know. So I got it in my head that I can't learn this particular subject. Just to prove it, I went back and took it again and got an A. And I was like, yeah, I did learn it. This wasn't my problem. This was his problem. Deception, right? But family, I think sometimes we've had teachers who tell us, you're dumb. And so then we hear that mantra. And we don't, and, and we, we think I'm learning challenged. For some of us who have learning disabilities, or we have ADHD, or pick something, whatever your alphabet soup there, we think that, that it makes, us, makes it difficult, if not impossible, for us to learn. And at the same time, if Holy Spirit is the teacher, don't you think Holy Spirit knows how to teach you? Since when did you become too difficult for Holy Spirit to teach? Really? Holy Spirit knows how to teach you better than anybody. So can we let Holy Spirit be our teacher? Teach me how to do something. Teach me how to have self-control. Teach me. Am I willing to learn? Do I come with a student mindset? Because, again, I think we do this like portion control. Or you're like me. 
with, <laughs> I like my little compartments on my school lunch tray. A little bit of that, a little bit of this, and don't let them touch and bleed into other areas. I think we do that with Holy Spirit. We put little compartments. That's the church compartment. This is the work compartment. This is, come on, anybody relate to what I'm saying? We don't let the conviction bleed into anywhere else. We don't want it to touch <laughs> touch our like conversations or we don't want the conviction piece or I mean I think family we just do this with the Holy Spirit we portion control and we keep Holy Spirit in these little compartments and I think it's to our own demise our own hurt because I have not found Holy Spirit do things with and for me in me that are bad. <laughs> I have found Holy Spirit. Help me to be myself better than any other thing. And so as we think about this message, I'm going to ask you, we have, I have a handout for you. And so the ushers are going to help us with this handout. Thank you so much for passing this out. This is what I call a Holy Spirit assessment. It's an assessment. And the purpose of this is everybody in this room, everybody online, we all have unique bins in us, leaning. Some of you are great at asking for help. And so you're like, I don't relate to that. But you might not be as good at another one of these. Does that make sense to you? I'm trying to hit everybody with something, but I appreciate that I can't be relevant to every single uh, try. But this assessment, we're going to do it here in the room, and uh, we're going to work through it and talk through it a little bit, and you're going to see that there are some, some places for feedback. And so you want to get a pen so that you can write on this. And this, the reason we're doing this is for you individually to kind of make some assessment. And if you're not aware, assessments help you be aware. It helps you recognize kind of strengths, some mid middle areas and places, room for improvement. In pickleball, we had the winner's column and the opportunity column. I was like, that's a nice way to say that. Opportunities. So strengths, medium spaces, and opportunities. So as you look through this, I think everybody in the room has it now. Does that sound about right? Thank you so much, all of the ushers, for helping. Really, really speedy and helpful. So Holy Spirit identity from John 14 to 16. I want you to underline the identities of Holy Spirit that are most comfortable for you. Don't underline them all. <laughs> silly, silly, silly. Because the next thing is you're going to circle the identities of Holy Spirit that are most difficult for you. So underline what's most comfortable. And then circle what's most difficult.
and you don't have to do all of them, whatever. I mean, some of them, you'll, you might underline a couple, you might circle a couple. The next question, I'm not trying to like force you to go super fast, but I don't want to like stall you out either. Is it possible that you might unknowingly resist Holy Spirit? Like my unknowingly saying no to help. Oops. Is it possible? I've had Holy Spirit tell point out to me in the last several weeks. Hey, you're telling me no. Oops, sorry. I don't want to say no. I want my answer to you to be yes, Holy Spirit. At the same time, man, sometimes that's really hard. So is it possible that you might unknowingly resist Holy Spirit? Yes or no? I'm going to say yes. Is it possible that you might knowingly? Are there times when you you know, hey, Holy Spirit's talking to you, truth, conviction, teaching, leading, and you're like, uh-uh, talk to the hand because the face ain't listening. Yes. <laughs> All right. On this next one, in what ways could you let Holy Spirit more fully participate in your life. In what ways? Check all that apply. You're going to see two columns there. The left column is, is kind of the invitation column. The right column is the, like if you will, the counterpart, counterpoint. So <clears throat> when I entertain... Shame and condemnation. And I do that. Sarah, you're an idiot. You're such a jerk. Why can't you get this right? This is the same mistake you made last time. You're so stupid. Does anybody ever hear any of that? That would be not Holy Spirit. So instead, receiving affirmation and comfort would be Holy Spirit. Because that's who Holy Spirit is. Empowering change. Do you ever find yourself hesitant to learn, grow, or change? Mm -hmm. I love this about my dad. I remember, I don't know, 70, 75. And the doctor told him, Wally, you need to cut the caffeine. Stop drinking. He told him, stop drinking coffee. And I was like, <laughs> good luck with that. And I remember like three, five days later, my dad's just, you know, pouring on the caffeine. I was like, Dad, what are you doing? He told you to stop. He's like, Sarah, I've been drinking coffee for my whole life. I'm not going to stop drinking coffee now that I'm 74 years old. 
And I think sometimes if we're not careful, there are seasons in our life when we're more acceptable for Holy Spirit, like teaching. I might be more acceptable when I'm younger, but sometimes when I get older, I get set in my ways. Hello. This is how I do it, and that's the way it is. So that's possible. <laughs> Check all that apply. Asking for help. Hyperindependence. I think we have fully explored that one. <laughs> that's enough for that one. Holy Spirit invitation. Sometimes we rely on people. For some of us in the room online, we, we, we depend on people more than we depend on Holy Spirit. We're always trying to get somebody to help and fix and solve and fill it in and da 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 rather than Holy Spirit. Hmm. Open for counsel. Avoiding counsel. <laughs> like the lady, the, the, the counselor that I said, I don't need that. <laughs> sure enough, some years later, every week, it was fantastic. Help to be responsible. Or blame, deflect a problem. It's not my fault. It's their fault. They did it. It's da-da-da-da-da. And a lot of times when we don't take responsibility, it's an indication of the absence of truth. So being responsible is something Holy Spirit can help us with. How about this? Agreeing, openness to disagreeing ideas. And I bring this to your attention because a lot of times when we agree with deception or distortion, and nobody signs up for that. Nobody says, ooh, please deceive me. I want to be, I want to be, I want things distorted. I like being deceived. Fantastic. We don't do that. We, we are, we, we say that we are truth advocates, but a lot of times when we refuse to listen to a disagreement, sometimes that's an indication that we're in a, in a space that's full of deception. If I only listen to what I like to hear and what agrees with me, we could be in a very dangerous and deceptive space in our lives. To be open to hearing something that you disagree with, is it possible? I think Holy Spirit can, can kind of speak into that. And it can, and Holy Spirit can calibrate and say, yes, some of this is true, but some of this is no, and can help you to explore. But if we're not willing to even consider openness to a disagreeing idea, then I think we, we are on, we're in a very dangerous spot that could be characterized with a lot of deception. You're like, huh, okay, think about this. Um, being sensitive and responsive. This is the conviction piece. If I mute, anybody ever mute that squeamish feeling? Ooh, you shouldn't do that. Ooh, that's, that mute button <laughs> is resisting, is, is in essence a form of saying no to Holy Spirit. Or how about this? Reluctant to share Jesus with others. Ah, oh, that's embarrassing. I feel awkward. Do we have an opportunity? Uh, and the question is, how has Jesus helped you? So in what ways could you let Holy Spirit more fully participate in your life? Check those that apply. And then finally, here is the granting permission, right? This is where we're saying yes. So here's what I would ask you to consider. 
and prayerfully, maybe you don't sign it now, maybe you sign it later, maybe you sit and take a moment, pause sometime today, and really think about this. Holy Spirit, I want and need for you to wholly be yourself with me. I give you permission to participate in my life and be yourself. When I resist or ignore you, I give you permission to let me know that I'm doing this. I want to ask you to help me to change and grow and help me to let you wholly be yourself with me. Please help me to find my greatest fulfillment in a growing connection and intimacy with you. I recognize that you want to help me to live in transformation, proclaiming Jesus and demonstrating your love and presence in my daily living. If that's something you might, like I said, you might want to pause and sign it a little bit later, think about it. But if it's something that you're like, yeah, I'm on board for that, then I would encourage you that maybe for the next week, every day, whenever, like you're brushing your teeth, whatever, but make this prayer. Make this prayer and say yes. Yes to Holy Spirit. Yes to the fullness of the entire meal experience. Yes to who Holy Spirit is in complete, full acceptance. We sang this song at the end, no one is better than you. Nothing is better than you. No one is better than you. And the reality is, in our lives, no one, no one knows us like Holy Spirit and no one, no one can fully help us and lead us and, and, and make us alive like Holy Spirit. So as we finish today, I'd like for you just to uh, put your hand on your heart because I want to pray for all of us everyone online, everyone in the room. I want to pray that as we think about Thanksgiving and having a robust, delicious meal, that we would also remember Holy Spirit <laughs> can be the best meal, best relationship for the entirety of our lives. So I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're here, present with us. And I say, for me, yes. Yes to you. Yes to the fullness of who you are. I say yes to you being truth. Yes to you teaching me. Yes to the conviction. Yes to helping me. Yes to being my counselor. Yes to abiding in me. Yes to walking with me. Yes to helping me. And all of my weaknesses. Yes. I say yes to you. Yes. Fully and wholly. I say yes to you. And I pray for all of us in the room online. That you would remind us. Jesus said you'd remind us. So remind us. Remind us of this message. And thank you. Thank you. For affirming and being our advocate and encouraging us, challenging us to grow, to explore you, and to let you be more fully yourself in and with us. Thank you so much. I pray for our Thanksgiving meal 
that you would be with us. Remind us as we're eating turkey, as we're enjoying desserts, salads, all the wonderful stuff. Remind us of your smile and your love and how much you completely advocate and affirm us. Thank you for bringing us today. I bless each person as we go. Thank you for helping us and letting your transformation, your proclamation and demonstration be present in our lives. Thank you for this in Jesus' name. Amen. We love your guts, family. Have a fantastic Thanksgiving. Make sure you enjoy lots of what you love. And let's say yes to Holy Spirit. Amen. Have a great weekend. Catch you next week. Hey there. Thanks so much for listening today. I'm super stoked to get time with you. And of course, I'd love for you to subscribe, share this with your friends, and really sense God working through you as well as in you in these words. So thanks again for listening and we'll catch you next time.